you hear what I said? I got a hundred squares, if you're scared, call a fan so I'm going on it, I don't get it in Yeah, you know we do Commission in the image Till we finish, gone and bring them to Represent, get up, 40 deep off in the street Bring them heat with no peace Get them to them with no priest Yeah, with no drama, baby That's just since he flipped the script Trying to reach them where they at Boulevard or the strip Ain't a whole sunny side from Trinity to PA From Samoa to Angola to the soldiers on the base This is Christ, that is it The way that we are saved I will shout it from the roof Till they put me in the grave It don't matter, it's whatever I tell them that he raised That's the power of the gospel The reason I'm on the shame 24, 7 days a week You already know what that means. It's your boy, King Pit, Big Drake, Made Man Radio Show. Big Drake, what's up with you, boy? I'm good. I'm good. My brother, Kingpin, how are you? Man, living life and loving it, man. I, I still, I, I say this all the time, uh, I'm going to continue my pursuit of finding the right equipment that allows you to hear the intro music. Because I be sitting here getting in that thing, ready <laughs> yeah. to get on the it's, just, it's like that. In all the years that we've done this, I've never heard the intro music until I, you know, re-listen to it on my own. <laughs> like, man, yeah, I've been sitting out here like, and every time I'm getting it, I'm like, Big Drake can't even hear it. He just, he's sitting there with mm-hmm, dogs in silence. <laughs> yep. yep, yep, yep. Man, how your week been, bro? I know it's it's crewing time. Yeah, man, it's been good. It's 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 just. At times it can can get a little stressful because you're you're courting, you know, 17, 18, 19 year old boys. They're yeah. young men. And some of them they they Act like, like to be courted. <laughs> like they want you to call them every day and do all this stuff. I'm like, man. I ain't dating. You know, like, I got a yeah, wife. I ain't got you, time. Bro. I'm not going home with you. <laughs> like you're gonna come here and play football <laughs> for two years. And if you really look at it, it's gonna be for for 16 months, and they're going to even be a full two years. Yeah. It's going to be two football seasons, but it's going to be 16 months, and you gone. Sign now, a period a of another February. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Come on, bro. You, you know, they're going to sign in December once they be here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 because they can start yeah. spring ball. Yeah, so they ain't, they ain't even staying to the next. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right, now, let me ask you this. So, with, mm-hmm. with NIL, have you seen a shift at all from your level uh, and recruiting and stuff with with the whole NIL thing and and that impact on on the whole on this high school athlete in the recruitment process. The 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 money hadn't affected us because you ain't getting no money to play JUCO ball. Yeah. You're not. But the portal the portal has. So we at the junior college level, we're not getting that SEC. D lineman or quarterback or wide receiver that's got to drop down one year before they uh, go back up to SEC. We're, we're not getting that anymore because now they can just go from Alabama to Auburn yeah. or to Georgia or wherever. So what's happening though is we're getting really, really, really good high school players now because now those spots D1, are taking up. Yeah, the, the, the thought process is. Well, for one, if I get a kid, if I get a high school kid here, 
if he's not happy, he doesn't play, he doesn't whatever, whatever, he's not stroked long enough, then he'll leave. He'll leave. Yeah. Then I gotta re- I gotta recruit the player that's here to stay here. Like, well, we're not doing that. I'll just go to the portal because once they transfer, they can't leave until they graduate. So now they they really mind. Or I'll go to a junior college. Once again, it's very rare that somebody spends two years in junior college, go somewhere, then transfer. Not saying it, it hadn't happened, it won't happen. But that's a lot of movement. You're, you're only given so many years to play ball. Right, <laughs> right, right. You only got so many. Uh, you only got so yeah. many opportunities. <laughs> so the D1 coach mindset is: let me get somebody with some playing experience. Let me go to the portal. Let me go to JUCO. I'm not worried about these high school kids because they need development. That's why I just dip them in and out from JUCO. Because for one, these D1 coaches, a lot of them. Man, with, with the portal and everything, it just made it like free agency in, in the business. Yeah. They don't want to take the time to get a freshman in. They need and folks really to turn help the program right now. Them. Yes, in the money and people getting fired left and right. And I'm pretty sure we'll talk about this later, but you know, a lot of people want Mike McCartney out. He's yeah. been there two years. Yeah. He's only been there two years. Yeah. But that's that's the that's that's the age we living in now. It really is. And, instead of giving you know, coaches five and six years to really turn the program around to get their their philosophy built on the team to get their recruits in there. It's like you need to you need to win now. Like you, you get here in February when, when y'all play in the fall. I need to see a drastic change, and y'all need to win now. Well, you know, we talked about this on our show before too, though. I think, and it's always been my middle philosophy. Like I cannot wait for for Saban to finally retire. Uh, do whatever you're going to do. Because I believe mm-hmm. some of it is kind of that Saban effect, especially especially in college football. Because yeah. people have come to believe that that is practical. Being in a championship yeah. game every single year for, what, 12 years now, 11 years straight, being in contention every single year, not having a lean, a lean year is a two-loss season. Like, that yeah. is not practical, guys. It's yeah. not what happens. Kirby has a good run. I don't think Kirby can be there for 10, 12 years like he's doing right now. What you're seeing is what's usually more practical. You may get you a good three, four-year stint, you know what I'm saying, of being a mm-hmm. beast, and you're going to drop that. You, what Dabo is going through is more realistic yeah. to where you on top three, four-year cycle, you come down, and then your down still ain't down. Your down is a three-four yeah, loss season. Winning. Yeah, they yeah. still winning. But and then you may get another year or two up at the top in the playoffs. Come back down. Ohio State seeing a similar thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's practical. Mm-hmm. Saban is is a goat, man. So <laughs> I think he's gotten this unrealistic thoughts in a lot of schools that that's what yeah. normalcy is, and it's not. So I'm ready yeah, for that dude correct. to get on out of here. And and I think I think that'll that'll stymie the tide I think a little bit and bring it back down to reality in college football anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah. but you know my Cowboys I I think that's a whole other. I believe the Cowboys are talking that because of what's available. Yeah, yeah, and and less because of the job that that he's done. Uh, I think that that's that's pushing that, but. But it, because you know, at one point in time, it, you know, early on in the season, especially when Dak went down and they, and they were still winning games, his name got brought up for Coach of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about how, but so you know, you I'm a Cowboys fan, and I I see this this a little bit different. 
Mm-hmm. I here's my here's my problem. Here's my problem with McCarthy. All right, is and I said this when Dak came back. I said we should not change anything. The recipe worked, and the recipe will work no matter who's calling, uh, who's 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 taking the snap. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, we didn't. We went. We did it for two games. Of okay, we'll keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next, you know, week three, Dak throwing fifty times. And like, why? Why? Why did we go change I, I, that? And, and we, we talked Just about because we pay him. Yes. For one, it's the money. But two, that's kind of like. Let me try. Let me, let me see if I can put a, a good, you know, uh, analogy. family friendly analogy. Yeah, because I can't. The, the one that's in my head ain't family friendly. You know what I mean? But but I just, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. Yeah. yeah. But you, you, you see the Tampa Bay game. Yeah, that's like a teaser. It's like he oh, yeah. can do it. Yeah, he can do it, and he can do it well. But Tampa Bay sucks. <laughs> I agree. It sucks. It's I, I get a good analogy. I guess a family friendly now. You can't. I can't drive a, a a a red a brand new red Corvette at under the speed limit every day because I feel yeah. like I gotta at some point see what this thing can do. <laughs> so I want to open it up. I didn't pay this much. Yeah, for I didn't pay this much for it. I didn't pay it to drive at forty-five miles an hour. I paid yeah. for it to hit this ninety, even if that required me to get a ticket or wreck it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but that dog, the the amount of discipline it takes. To, there's no way in heck. So the Forty Nine defense is really good. We shouldn't have lost that game. Like yeah. we shouldn't have lost that game. Yes, some and, and I heard somebody else say this. Because they're like, well, Dak don't know how to protect the ball. So, did Dak just stop learning how to protect the ball? Yeah. Because for six years, but, but she, Dak has protected the ball. That's been what we've always yeah. talked about about Dak. That's how he took the job from Tony Romo. So, what's yeah. different? Aren't they different coaching? Aren't they different coaching in the contract? But, yeah, so, the turnovers, yes, I agree. But whether it's been in college, and, and once again, I'm gonna say this: I am a Dak fan. I like that. Yeah, I, I hope he. But, but you like, but, but some of your like is because you like how who he is as a person too, though, right? Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yes, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, He's yes. a high character so, guy. Yeah. So if you look at Mississippi State and all the times when he was with uh, Jason Garrett, now with Mike. He's never really won the big game. He's never done it. He's never done it. At one point, he had Mississippi State the number one team in the country. And then what happened? Yeah. Yeah. He, he so are, 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 we, are we just enamored by who he is as a human being and how he carries himself, how he takes ownership? He's a good leader. And, you know, everybody is rooting for him, but he still hadn't performed like he did on a consistent basis like he did against Tampa Bay, especially when it counts. Now, like, hey, we okay. need it, dog. We need, we, need to, we need to put us on your back and win this for us. Now, let me ask you this, you do that. Let me ask you this, Big Drake. Can coaching impact? Can a coach bring that out or put that in somebody? 
Because it, and it, here's, here's my scenario, right? Mm-hmm. I was excited of what I I was excited because I really want in, 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 in the Saints. I wanted to see what um uh Jameis Winston could be under um Sean Payton's coaching. Because mm-hmm. I believe Jameis Winston has the talent. And I believe Jameis isn't, even though he did it, I don't believe he's a 30 interception quarterback. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't believe I had ever seen Jameis Winston with amazing coaching in addition Mm. to his talent. And so I was excited to see what could an amazing coaching talent do with amazing talent. I saw what an amazing coaching talent did with, if we'd be real honest, Drew Brees was just okay talent, right? Arm strength, yeah, yeah. accurate, all that stuff. He was just really his smart. accuracy on point. His accuracy, his accuracy is on point. Was on, but but he, arm talent and all yeah. that stuff was just he ain't Aaron Rodgers, right? No, 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 no. But so when you put a really a good quarterback with an amazing coaching talent, you you start lighting it in a bottle. You end up having what you had and what y'all built it for the Saints. And I was excited to see what do you put when you put amazing talent <laughs> with a really good coach, you know what I'm saying, and see what mm-hmm. occurs there. That's kind of how I feel about Dak. I believe Dak has talent. I'm with you. I don't believe Dak can go win me the game right now, the big games. He's never been able to do it. But I also believe Dak has never been with a great coach, ever. Mm-hmm. Even at Mississippi State, I think Dan Muller's proven that to us now. Dan mm-hmm. Mullen was just a good coach, and he could mess around and beat you. But I don't think Dan Mullen would ever have a championship on his resume unless he's he goes and takes the OC for uh for Alabama. That's the only way you're gonna mm-hmm. get a, re- a championship on his resume. I mm-hmm. believe Sean Payton has that kind of effect because if you think about what you do, Big Drake, right? You get these talented mm-hmm. kids, but there's some other stuff you put inside of them that helps them really unlock the true talent in who they become. You mm-hmm. unlock that dog in people. I think I retweeted to one of one of them recruits. I don't know if that was illegal or not, but I did it. I, yeah. I said, I said, hey, yeah. if you really want to, if you want to become the dog you was meant to be, go go let go get coached by the best. Because mm-hmm. I believe that's what you unlock out of players. Because it's more than just X's and O's. Yeah, there may be other coaches made no more X's and O's than you. But there's a whole lot of other stuff that you deposit in them kids that can't nobody else get into. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would love to see Jerry put the daggum phone down and not call down on the field because the coach ain't letting you call and let an amazing coach have this team and see where we go. Yeah. Now, and my two, my two examples is how both of the last seasons ended. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I think coaching with Dak should have known better last year with the whole you know not running out of time, but that's coaching, that's preparation yeah. to make yeah. muscle memory. And what the heck was that last drive we had this week? Like it, it, yeah. it, 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 that really, I wanted to run my head through a wall, man. I wanted to run my head through a wall. I was okay losing, but the that last drive, I'm like, this is why I'd be comfortable if we fire Mike Mar- Mike McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my problem right there. I do get Dak. I do put this some of this blame on Dak, but I also think um, 
he's never been tied to a coach to unlock what he may can become. I don't think that this, what we see is all he's capable of. But I think I well, think we've I, saw, I, seen the tops of what he's capable of up under the OK coach. But I, I think that's why they throw it so much because I, I, I believe that they see it in him. They just got to pull it out of him somehow. Yeah. And, and like, you know, the analogy that you use with me, which I'm very grateful for. I, I appreciate that. And yes, everything you're saying is true, but in order for me to unlock something, it has to be there first. Yeah. It still has to be there. I don't know. I think Dak is a really, really good quarterback. And you said this also. I don't know if 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 he can put a team on his back and win it. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's in him. I, I don't Do either. And and I think the only way we can find out. Is to put him with get a equally great talent, talented <laughs> coach on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, but but you can't just put a coach in there and Jerry still be Jerry like he is right now. All of those mm-hmm. things are the factor. You know what I'm saying? I think well, he, I, he's that's who he is. I know, like, man. He, he he is not giving up nothing. I know. I mean, if, for all the Cowboy fans listeners, because it, it's a lot of y'all out there. We got several Cowboy fans that I work with, like. The, the day of thinking Jerry is going to give up any strings, any power, any voice, any leap, Jerry ain't giving it up. I'm, I'm, he ran two I, head coaches off that were Super Bowl winning coaches. I he gotta, ran asses off. I, I gotta, I gotta believe that the Lord gonna help me out. That's only way I'm gonna get it. That's only way I'm gonna get it. That's the only way I'm gonna get it. I think we, you right. I think we're gonna have to have some inter- divine intervention to be <laughs> get this. Mm, and I, you know, up, I, don't, I don't have that, Lord. We, don't, I'm not talking about Jerry dying. I ain't gotta have Jerry dying. But there are a that's lot of other things that can. That's the way. That's the way. So I want to correct myself. I'm not talking yeah. about Jerry leaving this world. I am, however, talking about him becoming incapacitated to be able to make these type of decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I am talking about him becoming incapacitated, being able to make these kind of decisions and influence and impact this team the way he does. <laughs> it was disappointing, man. It really was. It was really disappointing to me. That Sunday really, really hurt. That, that one hurt. It hurt to lose a game like that. Yeah. Again. And, yeah. And, and and again, I do. I still I, – I I'm not going to hang that game all on McCartney. I think – I don't think he can get me over. Dak, to your point, Dak got to be accountable for that, dog. You can't throw two picks like that. Like, that's the difference in the game. Those two picks yes, alone. That, that, that's it. A 12-19 game, the two picks was it. <laughs> yes. That's what yes. Brock Purdy didn't do. That's why – look, if I really, really want to be honest, Cooper Rush would have won that game. And I don't say that to Possibly. say I want, I want Dak replaced with Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying the way that game played out, Cooper Rush would have won that game because mm. they wouldn't have called the plays. He wouldn't have took the chance at all. He would have dumped it down. Now, again, losing losing uh, Pollard in the second quarter, I already knew doom and gloom was coming in because we had no other uh, you had no other safety valve. You know what I'm saying? You had nobody else that could just go get you a yard if you need it because um, mm-hmm. Zeke wasn't, wasn't going to be it during that time. I mean, Zeke, Zeke, is, Zeke is running his course. So you had no other dynamic player on the field other than that, CD, and, and Schultz. <laughs> let me ask you this now. And as a 
Cowboy fan, I need you to be very honest. So I want I want you to think about this before you okay. answer. Talent to talent, do you really think the Cowboys should have won? Talent to talent, not could have, but like, like okay, because I believe I believe the 49ers minus the quarterback position. I believe the 49ers on paper is a better team. Yes, I do. I I don't. Let me say this. Okay. So they got the best offensive tackle in the world. Yep. Right? Yep. They got McCaffrey, right? Yep. They got Debo, right? Yep. What's the what's the tight end's name? Um, Kittles. Kittles. Yep. One of the best in the league, right? Yep. And they got the number one defense in the entire league. Yep. Think about those things. So here, so let's go back down line for line, right? Mm-hmm. Debo Samuel's absolutely phenomenal. However, I do believe C.D. Lamb is equally as impactful. So I'm just going talent for talent, right? Not uh-huh. as versatile, but I don't think Debo is the receiver CD is. And so I think they are equally as impactful. Mm-hmm. As it relates to, 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 let's take McCaffrey. I think Tony Pollard is just a step behind the type of versatility that McCaffrey gives you. But still behind. But still behind. Still behind. Mm-hmm. I think there is a pretty decent gap between Kittles and Schultz. All right. Mm-hmm. For oh yeah, pretty yeah. De- decent gap there, but I think equally decent gap between talent wise, not decision making, but talent between Dak and Purdy. Okay. And I think our offensive line as a whole unit is as talented as San Francisco's was. San Francisco has mm-hmm. the best tackle, but the offensive line unit, I think we have a better unit. And you saw that as in we had a player go down. Dude, we got so many pieces now. We built this back up because two, three years it took us to get back to that. We got pieces mm-hmm. that are interchangeable even with one of the oldest tackles in the league. He can, he can swing, do what he need to do because he got that level of experience. So that's mm-hmm. offensively. So offensively grading out, if I graded those two offenses out, I think you got A plus and a strong A minus. And Dallas is A minus. Mm-hmm. Defensive side of the ball, they have the best two end rushers in the game. The best ends in the game. Mm-hmm. I think our defensive line as a whole across the board, though, is was sound enough. I think our linebacker core is better. Uh, yeah, because I consider Michael Parsons a linebacker core, even though they play him on the line. And yeah. I do think our back end of our defense – is a step or, is a step two or three better than San Francisco's? Really, I do. I think you have the name in Diggs, but Diggs either two things gonna happen with him. He either gonna, he gonna he, pick that thing off, or he, he gonna, gonna give it up. because yes. <laughs> he gonna gamble now. He gonna gamble. He gonna gamble. He's opportunistic. He gonna go yeah, at it. I, I think 49ers secondary is way better. Than you think uh, they're way better? Way better. I think our. Let me say I, one more time for you. Way better. I think our corners <laughs> don't get a lot of credit, but you hadn't seen people go off on them, and so you mm-hmm. got to give them credit 
because they got to be holding somebody in check. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, Purdy had yeah. what two fourteen from a receiving. The only person who went off was Kittle's. Mm-hmm. He had so, ninety five so yards receiving. Debo had forty five. McCaffrey had twenty. You know what I'm saying? Like they held people in yeah, check. They, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not knocking uh, the Cowboys back in. I, th- I think they're good. I, I, I just think the 49ers is way better. better. And I, I, yeah, I do. Okay, I do. Now, even them being way better. Cowboys secondary in the league is still second, maybe even third. Yeah, they they top but they top second, level. You know, maybe yeah, yeah they, they top level. But I, I just think the 49ers defensively, I mean, they are loaded. And they, they have players that kind of like the Patriots used to be back in the day. They just do their yeah, they might job. not have the name as this, <laughs> they might not have the name as Parsons. But they're getting it they done. They just do their job. And that's what I think. That's that's what I think. The secondary is. Yeah, you got the name of Bosa out there, Armstead, but them them DBs, they just doing their job. Yeah, they ain't got to get called out. They just they know that they did what they supposed to do because you didn't call them out. Because you also didn't exactly. call who they were guarding out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I I do. I think on paper, San Francisco is what is a better team than Dallas. I just don't think the golf is that wide. I got you. I, I don't think the golf is that wide. Now, subsequently, when we'll talk about predictions ahead, I do think the golf is that wide for the Eagles and everybody else. Mm. I think the Eagles are that much better than everybody else. <laughs> and now that they didn't got their defensive back healthy, I think they for sure that much better than everybody else. They 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 kind of loaded over there, man. They is. <laughs> And I you love know, I, their I love their front office because they saw gaps and they would have filled them. Yeah, they did. Like they did. They're <laughs> like, all right. Oh, we got old buddy out from Georgia where he got to be healthy. We get man, it's gonna be week 10, 13. Well, let's go and make these two, three re- signs right here to go and mm-hmm. plug the hole. And then when he come back, that just add back to the trough. Like that's mm-hmm. they they went did their thing, man. I, I think they far, far better. Um, and I think I think come this week I think this week now I'm not like everybody else I'm not waiting to see Brock Purdy fall off a cliff Brock Purdy's not going to fall off a cliff but I do think you are going to see the disparity between him and a really good quarterback I can see that because I don't think he could have he could have went and won that if we would have been playing like we should have I had the same the same way people talk about Dak. I had zero confidence he can go win a football game for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about going winning. Like if, if, if he you, you know what this this whole situation reminds me of? It reminds me of several years, and I say several, hell, it's been it's been a minute now when the Ravens won with Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Trent, yeah. Trent wasn't going to go out there yeah. and put the team on his back and win it. But he wasn't going to lose defense it. defense was so good. He was never like, going to give hey, it up for you. <laughs> just don't mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Just don't mess it up. I mean, because essentially what that, – That's what we're dealing with. This 49 offense produced one touchdown Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. And which came off of what, though? A that turnover. It did. It did. That's that's it, man. I I just I think, and that's what that's I think that's what frustrated me is mm-hmm. I thought we should have been able to show the one area that we are 
far better in. We're talking about matching mm-hmm. them two teams up. The one area I think we are far better in, I think Dak is far better than Brock Purdy. Because now mm-hmm. some of us because of experience, though. Because Dak is a six to seven year veteran. I think Brock may get there from what he's showing, his leadership, all that stuff. But right now, today, I think Dak is far better than him. And mm-hmm. and I just don't think we put him in that position. And well, I ain't gonna say put him in a position some of the stuff he put himself into. Mm-hmm. But I but again, I, I attribute I give Dak, if I was given percentages, I give Dak 35% of the credit for this the Saturday, Sunday's game. I get a coaching staff 65%. Gotcha. And and that, that goes to offense coordinator too. Kellen Moore yeah. is a brilliant mind. He's shown that. Why he, he knows brilliant? how to get, huh? Well, why, why is he brilliant? What makes him brilliant? Well, I think. I, I'm, just, I'm just asking. Yeah, so I think. I think the play calling he did when Cooper Rush was inserted of how he got the most out of the talent he had available to him mm-hmm. and allowed that offense to still be kind of prolific, I think shows a good testament of a really good coach. But I equally don't believe he's experienced enough in preparing teams to be able to overcome what you got to do, What what – Adapt and overcome? Adapt, adjust, and overcome. I don't think him and Mike Mark know how to make people adapt, adjust, and overcome. Mm-hmm. That's my problem with them. That's my problem. I that that and it, 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 we had some coach at Auburn. I, I can't remember if that was Harson that I hated to see or if it was if it was Gus. I, I want to say it was Gus. Like we never came out after half. With an adjustment. <laughs> oh no, that, that was definitely Harson's too. Cause I um, let me see, let me let me choose my words carefully. <laughs> yeah, you you you, you I, I, know I, your future I, I opportunities. Some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know somebody, and that was and, and of course this this is you know this is what I'm told, yeah. but I'm 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 talking to somebody that's that that's that has now. has good knowledge of it. Yes. 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 Um, that was kind of Harson's thing. Like, just we don't doing. need to make adjustments. Y'all just need to, to run it correctly. You know what I mean? And he said and that in we talked like, about. He said that in interviews. Yeah, and, and people like, no, we kind of need to do some adjustments. <laughs> no, if y'all just listen to me and do what I actually do, it'll work. <laughs> so that, that's, that's what you was dealing with over that little bit. And that, and I, I think. Kellen and I don't I don't know that Mike gets them boys ready to do this, man. Like I said, man, that, that last play, Big Drake, I, I crap you not, bro. The last play, I'll send you the video. I call that same play in the championship game of my little league football championship four years ago. When you put the, the running back at center? Yeah. But I called a play, I called a play out the gate just to try to catch somebody slipping. I didn't call it mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter to try to get into position to win a football game. It's a trick play. Since he got blasted. He got blasted, dog. He got he, blasted. I mean, he, he got put on his back. Literally. He could have got hurt. On his back. <laughs> he could have got hurt. Yeah. Like, when I saw that, my son was like, what is that play? No, Zach was like, I've seen this play before. I said, yeah, we ran it. <laughs> this, this, this is how you seen this play before. We ran it. Like, what mm. do we do? Like, we literally called 
a Pop Warner play, the last play of the game. And that, that, given the fact that we also wasted, in my calculation, we wasted about 38, 39, maybe 40 seconds on that drive. Most definitely. Most definitely. Easily. And some of that's and coaching, then, and some of that's that. And then the 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 tight end when he caught oh. the ball on the sideline, he just like, come on, man, going let's, out. Let's, that's double tap. Double tap your feet and get staying bounds. Now, come on. I'm football one on one, dog. Football one on one. The he fact that when we caught the caught, caught the pass and and got hit, and you don't know to turn your your shoulders up, but like hey, you gotta yeah. be going forward before you go out of bounds. And let, here, here's another reason why I say coaching. Everybody on San Francisco's defense knew immediately the clock had to keep running. They did. They immediately knew. We they sitting did. there looking to see if the ref going to stop the clock. They knew what was going to happen. They did. How do we not know that? How do we not know that? He preparing him, man. <laughs> and I prepared him. But again, it appears he's going to keep his job. And I don't think Sean Payton will come coach us because of Jerry Jones. People think he, you well, know, he wants to come because Jerry's there. I, I think that's the opposite. I don't think he will come coach because of Jerry Jones. Yeah. Sean wants complete control. It, <laughs> yes, he wants control. And I, per, of course, I'm biased because yep. I'm a Saints fan. And yep. He did what I thought was unthinkable. Is winning a you know, Super Bowl <laughs> with the Saints. So I'm always going to be a Sean Payton fan. But I think, just like you talk about developing people, I, I think he's earned that right. That hey, if you let him have full autonomy, like the organization is gonna be in good hands. It you is. You got to worry about that. Yeah, it's not. He's not gonna be a train wreck. Like I would never give that type of type of time to Jason Garrett or even Mike Mike McCartney. But mm -hmm. I, th I think, I, and they both. It's crazy because both of them have a, have a Super Bowl on their rec resume. Yeah, that's true. But but I think what Sean built. Compared to what Mike Martz facilitated, yeah, in the championship, I think are two completely not, different. Not things. Mike Marks, no, My, I keep saying Marks. I don't know why I want to call him <laughs> Mike McCartney. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking yeah, yeah, spe yeah. speaking of bringing a, a championship, I, I, I we have to talk on this because I, I, every time I, I need, I want to make sure that my position is very crystal clear. I can, I think, Aaron Rodgers is the most talented kid to ever play football. Okay. But not, he is not man. He no, not man. He is the most talented kid I've ever seen play football. Mm. I would not I do not I don't know if there's any franchise if I own I would want Aaron Rodgers quarterbacking and leading my team. Really? Not a single team. Maybe the Texans, because we're going to suck no matter what. Worst team. Because we're going to suck no matter what. And even then, if I'm yes. building something, I don't think I want Aaron Rodgers, dog. I'd take him right now. You'd take him on, on the Saints? I, I, I would. Because we, we know it's only going to be one or two years. Let's try to win. Well, we, we you got, got an older squad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got a yeah. pretty decent defense. Um, uh, we, we got some wide receivers. We got the young kid Olave. Yeah, and hopefully Mike Michael Thomas decided to come back and play. He ain't played since we paid him. You got Olave. You got Michael Thomas. You got one more. Y'all signed uh, the dude kid from the the cat from the Browns, didn't y'all? It's your third wide receiver. Um, oh, uh, 
know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you got a three you got a three head monster receiver. You right. And we got Kamara at running yeah. back. We, we all right. You know, we just, yeah. So I, I would definitely take yeah, Aaron Rodgers. You probably right. You you yeah. probably right. You probably right. You that you right. That may be the one team. But man, I can't I, I hate them talking about him. I hate I, I can't stand nothing about him. I'm I'm serious, man. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like I'm, I, and they, somebody said something the other day. They was like, "Well, you've never heard any players that leave his team talk about, you know, say anything bad about him." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Cause he's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, y'all know who he is. Like, would you would mm-hmm. I leave and say something about him? I would love to have well, seen him play I mean, with a Sherman, uh, a Richard Sherman, to see what Richard Sherman had to say about him after oh, you know yeah. after the season. Because that was the thing they no. they equated it to." No. No, the wide receiver left. Uh, yeah. What? But again, he said bad about him, but he left. Yeah, he did, and 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 that should have told you something, right? Mm-hmm. Darvin Adams. I mean, he was like, "Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go play out here in Las Vegas with with my homeboy." Yeah. Now you had uh, what you call him left and came back to play with him, but I think if you his friend, I think you good. Yeah. You know, if you spend time with him and you know him and you like you talking to somebody recruits, if you just stroked him and 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 you know and, and and dated him and all that stuff, I think you in good graces. Yeah, but I don't I don't think he gets enough. I don't think he gets enough flack, man. I I just that whole this whole season was a travesty to me, and I think it was mm. a travesty all of his making. Mm. And he threw everybody else under the bus. But I believe that entire season was all the makings of Aaron Rodgers. Because we saw yeah. what them, them receivers end up doing by the end of the, end of the season, right? Yeah. They yeah. were nothing yeah. up, right? True. Yeah. After I caught 100, you know, I mean, after when I got 50, 60, 100 passes, including practice from you, I came into my own. What if he would have just been a real leader and took that and did that at the start of the season like every other quarterback does? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we, we still have to – we have to give people a little grace because even, even the people that we think should know better and – like we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been – been a quarterback for a long time. He's very talented. So he should be able in, in, to understand and know exactly what to say and how to lead people. But that's, that's still not true because <laughs> we see people in leadership positions every day around this world that still that can't lead. Jack it up. Yeah, they jack it up. They screw it up. Still suck his so leaders. Maybe, maybe he had to figure out. And, and now these new age kids. Like if you'd have done that fifteen years ago, did what he did. Like that, 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 that's the way football players led other football players. They talk about him. Hey, you, yeah. you, well, we need to start, we need to play better at the wide receiver position. Then bam, them guys start. Well, these kids, because we're still dealing with the generation of everybody gets a trophy. Yeah, you have to lead them differently. You have to connect with them differently. So maybe he it took him a while to kind of figure that out because toward the end of the season, the line I mean the wide receiver crew was playing better, but it did seem like the team did gravitate toward him and things became better looking from the outside in. So maybe he just needed time to figure it out himself. So I and want us as people think, well, he should already know because of who he is and what he's done. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you there, but I, I, I do. There's one piece I disagree probably a little bit. I don't think the team gravitated and became comfortable with him and his leadership style. Nor do I think he changed his leadership style because mm -hmm. the interview when they interviewed uh, what's his name, um, one of his receivers, the one one that's been there for a while though, um, cop. No, nah, it wasn't Cobb. It's, it's one of the young ones, but he's been there for a while. He's, this is like his third or fourth year. Uh, I know who you're talking about. I, I he, know he's exactly the number one receiver. Mm -hmm. uh, Lazard? Yeah, Lazard. When they interviewed mm -hmm. Lazard in the, in, the, in, the, in the locker room, like after – it was either at the end of the season, a clock or clean out, or either it was right after the game. And he mm -hmm. was just like – they was like, you know what – Hey, this is you know off season of, of change and you know you know or, or off season a very off season of uncertainty blah 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 and you know what he's like and they was like you know what do you, how does the the decision for Aaron impact he's like I, it don't impact me I don't know what that dude gonna do <laughs> only thing I know is that I'm not gonna be here <laughs> like he literally wow. said that so to me that was just wow. like that was somebody <laughs> saying like he the problem. Like, I, man, I'm glad the game over. Y'all talk. I'm glad we ain't playing next week because I'm ready to. I, I'd have cleared my lockout already. My mama got all my stuff, and I'm out. <laughs> That's what yeah. he was like. He was like, he's like, I don't know what that dude gonna do. He literally he didn't call his name. He's like, I don't know what he gonna do. He's like, I know, wow. I know, I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I mean, wow. to hear somebody like that. So back to that point. It's like, well, you never hear nobody talk bad. I'm like, that's talking bad to me. Darvin yeah, yeah, Adams decided to go cross the water. I mean, you know, leave for a team that hadn't made the playoffs. I mean, for a team that's you're hoping to overcome from leaving the MV, the the reigning two time MVP. That's pretty talking bad to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that says something. Uh, I I don't know, man. I I don't like to do. And you know it, but in to me the other piece of it, and we talked about this. I know when it happened, the the entitlement of Aaron Rodgers during the whole mm -hmm. COVID um, uh, vaccine issue, where he mm -hmm. lied, he lied, and he tried to make it seem like you know, oh well, y'all didn't really ask me that question. I didn't like. No, you lied. You knew what the question was. You purposely deceived people to believing yeah. one thing when it was another. And that tells yeah. me, and, and and that's the only problem I have, Big Drake. I'm with you. Some leaders don't don't necessarily still know how to lead, but that showed me the character of who he is, and yeah. everything he's done since then further validated what I saw. Mm -hmm. Now that's why I wouldn't want him on my squad. Like I, I would I, not, I would not take Aaron Rodgers over that right. Oh. Would I say that? Come on now. In in like for, <laughs> for the Saints, and you can also think about it for for the car. You can think about it for any situation. Like we, we really don't need you to do all that. Just come in here and play like you played the last. You know, not you know the beginning of the issue was a little rough. Yeah, but play like you played two seasons. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah we, we can't say play like an MVP because everybody's trying to do that. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Just 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 play some good football. And just by you being talented and playing decent football, we possibly can go to a Super Bowl now. Yeah, we'll we got we got enough talent years. around you. Just do you yeah, do what you do your let's job win right now. And when you leave, then we'll you know uh, I'm about to say recruit because you know we'll yeah. we'll draft and sign <laughs> and, and build for the future. Yeah, because you have to. He has to be out of the building for you to build for the future. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's my, I guess that's my big problem with him. Like, man, you got to be out of the building for people to build for the future. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm sorry. That took us on a way another tangent, but I, I, I take every opportunity I can to, to bash a dude because I don't like it. So, <laughs> hey, so now, I, how were you shocked with the outcome of any of the other games this weekend? Yes, I thought the Bengals shocked me. I, 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 I just thought. So did the Bengals shock you thought... or did the Bills shock you? Both. Oh, okay, okay. I thought the Bills would play better. And, I mean, just watching that game, of course, Joe Burrow played great. But what I saw was the Bengals dominant on the defensive line and dominant on the offensive line. Yeah. Because Joe Mixon was running that thing. Them holes were big. They bullied them. I mean, I could have ran them through them guys. Yeah, dog. So to see the Bills get dominated on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage was very shocking to me. Yeah. They bullied them boys, dog. Yes, they did. (laughs) They bullied them. They really did. Secondary, everybody. Like, they bullied them boys. Because I I don't know if I would have been shocked. I wouldn't have been shocked at the Bills' offense, the Bengals' offense, because I believe they are – Joe Burrow is that dude – his receivers are those dudes. Joe Mixon is do- that dude. Like they got weapons, always have. Uh, and and Joe don't Burrow don't need to be protected. I, he just needs a second. Just give me give me a give me a window in a second, and I'll get it done. Mm-hmm. I was shocked at the Bengals' defense coming up and hitting them boys in the mouth every single freaking play. Square off in the mouth. Square off in the mouth. Like, hey, dude, I'm getting ready to punch you in the mouth. And yeah. Do it. Yeah. And, and I was equally as shocked, though, that the Bills let them. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, they, you know, I, the I, Bills I, look I, I, soft. Well, I ain't going to say they let them. I just don't think they couldn't do nothing with it. Like, you ain't put that boy let Okay, wait a minute now. You need to stop hitting. I ain't know we was. I ain't know that we were gonna do it. Like, like oh, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I, I felt like they, they, I felt like they just, it just backed off. They just like man, <laughs> like they, they. I felt like they they went home crying. <laughs> they like man, they yeah. punched me in the mouth. That's not <laughs> what we're supposed to do. <laughs> I, I think you're right, but. And for all the stuff we hyped up, we talked last week really glowingly about Josh Allen and how impressed we've been. And uh, he got he got big boy dog. He got big he boy. The whole team did. The whole team what? did. Like like he and, they and, got deep boy. They lunch money got took. <laughs> and because they had something bigger than football pushing them. Yes, you know, that's something piece. to play for. Nah, nah. Nope, nope. And that was so indicative. Have you seen the video of Stefan Diggs going after, uh, you know, uh, seeing, I, I'm going to say cussing him out because you don't be that animated without cuss, using some cuss words. But he really had a lot to say to Josh Allen on the sideline during one of the plays. Really? And, and Josh Allen was looking at the at the the the, the surf, the tablet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dog, Josh Allen just looked, looked lower at the, t- at the tablet. <laughs> like he never looks wow. up. He never looks up. Wow. 
And that so when I saw that scene, I was like, oh. Like this dude just got his lunch money took and he decided <laughs> to go to the house. Like, I'm gonna go and go home, man. And like Stefan D's like, what's wrong with you? Like he's going off, off. And Josh, Josh just never looks up, man. He keeps looking at the tablet. <laughs> well, I mean, if if you have no response to getting punched in the mouth, what you gonna say? <laughs> Like, you know, like... Just look up and say, you right. You can't say, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know he's whipping my butt, and ain't nothing I can do about it. That, that's not going That's not going to go over well. the troops, you know, not, not going to get nobody ready to play. Yeah, I have I have no idea what to do, guys. Like, I don't know what to do. Ain't, ain't none of this stuff, that, ain't none of this working. Yeah. I don't know what to do. You can't say that. It's like Josh Allen started turning the tablet over to see what's something written on the back. Like, oh, guys, yeah. I'm, missing, I'm missing a play or something, man. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. back here. What's going on back here? Yeah, so it's, it's um, that was, I mean, it was bad. They, they were my Super Bowl pick just because I, I automatically, I always, from the beginning of the season, thought they were uh, Super Bowl worthy. Yeah. Challenge then when the around. incident happened, I'm like, "This what they need. That's the, the motivation yeah. to take them over the top." Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I mean, the, the Bengals literally said, "Hey, um, I'm gonna punch you in your mouth, <laughs> and I'm gonna do it repeatedly. I just wanted to let you know so you can be prepared. But this is what I'm gonna do." And they they just. They couldn't it. stop it. I just like, hey, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty big guy. Yeah, I think if you're just comparing me to the average man, you know, I'm pretty quick. I'm big. I'm pretty strong. I got quick hands. I'm smart. I'm a decent fighter because of my training. You a problem being in the trenches? Yeah, yeah. But like, if Mike Tyson wanted to fight me. Like, there's nothing, other than shoot him, there's nothing I can do from stopping him from punching me in my face. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> there's not one thing physically, like, other than having a gun, there's nothing I can do to stop Mike Tyson from punching me in my face. So if Mike Tyson tell me, hey, I'm getting ready to punch you in your mouth, I'm getting up and I'm full sprint running out the room as fast as I can. Because there's nothing I can do to stop it. And because in your mind, you're like, he's fought people my size before and knocked them out. Like, there's so, my, my, my size ain't intimidated. Like, there's nothing, like mm-hmm. said, there's nothing I can do here, guys. I'm going to leave. <laughs> and so, it, it looks like the whole Bills team got up and left. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, 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 and, you know, you ever, you ever oh, been God. in a fight or been in a tussle or been in something to where you like, Oh crap! This dude is strong, and he's stronger than me. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, when, when that first grab, you're like, "What did I just do?" <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, oh wow! That, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I, I think that's what happened. You know, they they got the height. They they won pretty, pretty at home. Decently. Yeah, they 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 feeling it, and man, they get out there in that first snap, like, "Oh, oh. you coming off the ball like that?" Huh? Oh, oh, y'all ain't gonna just lay down and let us win this game? Yeah, bro. Y- remember so, Demar? Remember Demar? They're like, nah, nope, nope. That was last game. Yeah, don't, don't care about yeah. <laughs> Don't care about none of that. Like, yeah, we sent the flowers. We good? Nah, we good? Nah, we we donated to the to the cause. 
We straight. We're gonna beat this. We're gonna. It, it it did. It had that 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 feeling, Big Drake, that the Bengals came in and stood over them and said, "You in my seat." <laughs> yeah, bro. And the Bills said, "Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Let oh, me get up my bad. I'm, 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 I'm in the wrong. Let me, get, bad, let me get my tray up, man. Let me give me give me my milk. Man, give me my milk. Come on. <laughs> it says, yeah, they got up and left, man. Yeah, they're like, you know, you can keep the milk. I'm just gonna get up. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. That was what was shocking to me, man. I was just, I was, I was like, I expected the Bengals to come out swinging, but I did not expect the Bills to absolutely just fold and not respond at all. Now, let me ask you about this. So, have you heard about the two, um, uh, the two conspiracy theorists that are going around right now? It's one of them that. That the young man is really not alive. Yeah, you never really saw his yeah, face, yeah. and they were just using that to. Yeah, I, 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 that's that's the only one I heard. Is that another how, one? How 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 dumb can people be? Man, you know people. Okay, so we we have <laughs> the the trophy generation. Yeah. Right, where if, as long as you're on a team and you participate, you get a trophy because everybody's great and everybody wins. We're not keeping score. We just love you and everything's going to always work out, which the world doesn't work that way. That's not true. Yeah. The second generation you got after that is the likes generation. Everything we do for clicks. is to generate likes yeah. whether it's something controversy whether it's pictures whether it's this vacation whether i'm lying whatever it is i'm doing to generate content yeah because that's what they call themselves right content, content creators, creators. Yeah. yeah 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 it's so much of our life is being driven by content creators no factual yes. evidence just clickbait man just clickbait I think I saw that one for the first time today. It may have been yesterday. And dude, I literally just dropped my head. I think literally when I saw the tweet, I exited out of Twitter. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'm done for the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, That's enough. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. No, 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 you no. You checked no, no. out just like the Bills checked out. Yeah, I did. I did. I said, man, let me get my train going. Let me go to the house, yeah. man. I was like, nah. That's nah. And the other one is not even conspiracy. It's so it, it's the latest. Um, I saw a couple tweets today about this one, and this the 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 original poster I saw said, "Are you guys really going to tell me Josh Allen is not way better than Cam Newton was in his prime?" Okay, where did that come from? What's that got to do with anything? I, I, well, you know, so they were trying. I, I guess this came from a conversation of they're equating kind of the, the they, they're trying to equate that. The build and how Josh Allen plays is very reminiscent of Cam Newton in his prime, mm-hmm. and that this iteration is far better than Cam Newton was in his prime. At that prime, that Josh Allen is a better Cam Newton than Cam Newton was a Cam Newton. They mm, talk about okay. from his mobility, his ability to to escape and get out of pocket, and his arm and all of those things. They say is a better mm-hmm. version than Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I, I'm biased. Let me let me preface by saying that I'm biased. Yeah. But brother, and, and the person that responded put a clip, highlights of Carolina days now. But mm-hmm. that year Cam Newton won the MVP and took them boys to the Super Bowl dog. Yeah. Like, Big Drake, I don't know if we fully understand just how great Cam Newton was. Yeah. 
it was a small window of time taking that that yeah. year at Auburn and those five to six years of peak performance in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But bro, we've never seen that before. Yeah, and I don't know that we'll see it again for several generations. Yeah, like Josh Allen is 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 heck, boy. He he's he got he got a cannon. I think he's good. He's but I <laughs> and I'll say this: this this going to come all wrong. As far as the mobility and all that stuff, I think I'm in shock and all because he's good for a white boy. Mm. You know, like it's not what I expect from that quarterback <laughs> when I see him. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, he can, oh, okay. He, 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 he trucking folks. It's just not what I expect when I see him. If I'm stereotypical of what I th- would expect from a quarterback like him, I expect yes. him to be Dan Marino. But bro, I don't, I don't think it's close. And again, just taking if we take, say for instance, this Josh Allen year, and this may not still be his peak, but say this, this, his last two years to them two years right around Cam and the year in the MVP year, take him to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and even the year before that Cam dog, I don't even think that's close. I don't even think that's a fair argument. You know what, man? I'm, I'm, I'm of course, I'm biased as well, yep. but. I, I I do see the comparison, and okay. I can respect you know I, I can respect it because Josh Allen is a big big guy. He really is, yeah. and he is very mobile. Um, I think, of course, Cam Newton had more wild plays because have we seen running quarterbacks before? Yes. Have we seen shiftiness? I mean, Mike Vick takes the case. Yeah, exactly. Nobody but we yet. hadn't seen nobody that size do it like this dude really should be playing defensive end he really should yeah, yeah he yeah. should be playing defensive end and, playing and 250 was still lying yes 250 was yes. lying that dude was huge yeah yeah that dude was huge it, there's a lot like they lie about lebron lebron's not 250 lebron's 270 no 275 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so i do i would say josh for one, I think he has a better team around him. I agree. 100% agree. But at times, it's like when you were watching Cam Newton, it's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. You know, a, you know, not, you know, it's, it's, you know, and I'm not talking about, of course, the, 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 the championship year. Well, he didn't win the championship, but the Super Bowl yeah. year, because even in the Super Bowl, I mean, his old offensive line couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't stop blocks. No. Nobody. Nope. Nope. Von Miller like wrecked that game. Yeah. By himself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cam was so, running for his life. There was no nobody stopping. Yes. It. But I really hadn't seen Josh consistently make just bonehead decisions. Now, part of that may be because he's surrounded by talent. And the coaches, the X's and O's, blase, blase. Where you know when when Cam was playing, like he was the team, and he had to do everything he can to to, to, to try that to was, succeed. That was the reason they had a number one pick. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but but I, I I can appreciate the comparison. I can appreciate the comparison. Um, I, I'm with. I don't think there's any other quarterback you could compare him, Josh Allen, to. Yeah, yeah. When I think, and you think know, that's that. that's that's just. Human nature. We 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 like to compare. Yeah. We like to 
you know, well, I like vanilla ice cream because it is. Well, you like chocolate ice cream because it is. Well, why can't I just like vanilla ice cream because it tastes good and you like chocolate <laughs> and everybody else likes pistachio, somebody else likes strawberry. Like, l- let's just enjoy all the different flavors, even if it's a flavor you don't like. Yeah. But let's, you know what I mean? So <laughs> that's what we do. We, we, we compare. We compare. And if you are comparing, because he, when he runs the ball, he runs like the he, he runs to punish somebody. Yeah, like he okay, does. you gonna try, you gonna try to tackle me? Okay, bet. Let's see how this gonna work out. Oh, oh, wide receiver, you gonna get here? Oh, linebacker, you gonna get here? Oh, you think I won't come yeah. through you? Bet, I yeah. will, I will. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so other games this week was was the the blowout of the Eagles. I think the Giants finally came down to. to oh to, man, that was. That was almost like watching that 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 Georgia game. Man. It that really was. I expected that. That one shocked me a little bit too, man. I expected. I expected. I didn't expect them to beat them. I didn't even expect it to be. I expected at least a two touchdown victory, but yeah, man, yeah, but not just a, that ain't seven. <laughs> like that. Like the the Eagles need Chargers five on them for what they did. They really do. That was that was a that, that was, was against the law. That was a week four victory type victory. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. fourth week of the season. Yeah. We don't even know who really started every game type victory. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't really nailed down the lineup or the rotation. Y'all coming off of yeah, that's that's what that was. Like, dog, it was nasty. <laughs> it was yeah, nasty. I mean, man. It, it was it was early and often. It like, was. Them first three, four possessions, the Eagles just went down there and scored. Like, yeah, like they weren't playing against we anybody. Living, yeah, like they weren't playing against yeah. anybody. It was, it was, it was a travesty. It, I, I felt Looked like Jones College playing Georgia. I, I felt bad. I felt really bad. Uh, for I think Daniel Jones them came a long way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, once again, coaching matters. Coaching, coaching matters. matters. Coaching matters. Um, but but to run up against that was 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 monumental. <laughs> I just it was, it was it was ugly. It was like Jalen Hurts. So let me ask you that. Well, what, let's cover the other game. Then I ask you about the question. And then, then okay. so we had the Chiefs and the Jaguars. Hey, I told my son again. Coaching matters. Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence is who we thought he was. Trevor yes. Lawrence is going to be a good quarterback. He is. He was under a horrible dude. I don't think there's any better show of. If daylight and dark was a picture, it would be mm-hmm. last year's Jaguars <laughs> versus this one. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. Like I don't think you can get any better description of daylight and dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you hear, when you hear black folks says that the daylight and dark, think about the Jaguars last year and this year. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just. Um... Coaching matters, and, and you know it, it's, it's interesting because I, it, other than the few, there's always some exceptions to the rule. Yep. But we've seen time and time again, and usually, usually when there's a, a exception to the rule, that coach, um, before they got their head coaching job, does have NFL ties. But when you have coaches that really don't have NFL ties but kill it in the college ranks, and then when they get up to the NFL, it's it like it's a very, very small percentage of guys that actually are successful. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah, yeah. It's and, a gamble. You know, yes, yes. Because um, 
you, you know, people want to bring up uh, Pete Carroll. Man, Pete Carroll started off in the league before he went to USC. Yeah, he was in the league first. And even when they yeah, talk about you know, Kirby, Kirby was in the league, I believe, as an assistant, right? And then he went back down with Bama. That I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought he was. Um, it's very plausible, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just don't know. But 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 you, you you're right, man. I, I think it it's it's a big gamble to believe that people can can make that jump successfully. Uh, yes. like that. It, it just, just you know you, you just gotta think. You know, when you're a college head coach, especially a successful one, those guys like let's take Nick Saban, for example. If Nick Saban comes to your house as a high school kid, like that is the end all be all. Yep. That, that, you reached it. the pinnacle. <laughs> yes. But if you're a pro and you're making twenty million dollars a year, I don't care about. I don't, what you going to do to help me win games? You know what I mean? Because it, it gets to the point, and this is one thing the league is lacking. They're lacking enough coaches that really are still developing kids because when they first get there, these kids still need developing because the NFL is a different animal. Yeah. And um, the small circle I have, because I'm really good friends with the, the best D-line trainer in the country, BT Jordan. And the consensus is, hey, these kids, I mean, yeah, these kids come to me because they're not getting developed. Developed. Yeah, they getting coached. Hey, be here, do that. Because think about it, the league. Hey, get to this B gap, maintain this B gap. If you can't do it, I'm gonna find somebody else. Not okay. Let me take you take take you through the progression on how to maintain this gap and do this and do that. It's just like, hey, you do it, I'm gonna find somebody else that can. But and, and to your point, but you know, our, at the start of our show though, you I only got two years to turn the ship around. Yes, yes, yes. So I don't have time to waste a year and a half of that developing you. If you can't do it, let me go find somebody that can. Because yeah. if not, they're gonna fire. They're gonna fire me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your contract you is five years minor. They're gonna fire me. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, I think now Kirby didn't. He only he got, he had a year, and that year was under Saban at <laughs> at the Dolphins. Oh, so, so okay. he so again he'll be one of those test cases that you know people are like will he make that jump? I wouldn't. I wouldn't make that jump. That don't try that. That it probably ain't gonna work out in your favor if you want to go make that jump to get to the NFL. Yeah, because has his name come up for some stuff? So the, after this championship game, there was some conversations about whether or not. Kirby would be uh, be entertained for the NFL, mm. but again, mm. I think every time you, anytime you get a you know a coach that now is one like he's he's done and produced that that that's kind of always going to say, will he get the itch to go and and see how he can compete at that level? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I don't, uh, you know, and I guess there could be things that could entice people to go try that. Um, because I mean, y'all life is hard. As as college coach, yeah, for for one, the schedule, yeah, that, the grind that's, that's is hard, and it's it's yeah, what three, it's it's three at least 300, 300 days out of the year, three hundred yeah, out of exactly. three sixty five, you know, and and for college and NFL, I mean, yeah, you may go to the office all them days, <laughs> but you ain't mm-hmm. you ain't flying all across the country, or, you know, in people's houses every time, like you sleeping in your own bed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for, the, for a lot the of recruiting people. aspect. Is is the monster in college football? It really like, is the recruiting. I mean, 
because you got to recruit e- even in this small time JUCO thing. You know, you, you know, like we talked about earlier, some of these kids like to be stroked. They like to be courted. You got to call them and do this and get in the home and and you're not paying me enough attention. This other coach, it's like, come on, man. Ooh, this is junior college you, football. You didn't text me good morning this morning. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, what are we doing, huh? Come on. And I, I don't want any needy players. Yeah. If you're listening and you're a needy player, I, you, you got to come. You got to worry about coming to me. <laughs> Pick that other coach. You're right. You need the other coach. You don't need me. And, and there's a difference in a player needing help. Because I've had some players, like I had one kid. At a certain time every day, he'd just come sit in my office. Of course, when he come in with, hey, how you doing? I would have little, you know, small dialect. But for the most part, because of his past, he just needed to be in my presence. I yeah. understood that. He understood that. So after, hey, how you doing, blah, 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 he'd sit down there, and, and usually in close proximity to me. But, <laughs> you know, he he on his phone. He doing other stuff. I'm making fun. I'm, I'm getting ready. Like, yeah. But so. He I, wasn't needed. He just needed to be in your presence. Correct. And he so, didn't need so your he didn't need your attention. He needed your presence. Yeah, which is something. There's different. a difference in needing help and just being a diva and being yeah. needy. Yeah. yeah. Like if you need help, man, come come to me. I'm, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna get you right. I'm gonna do everything I can. But if you just want to be stroked, nah, dog. Yeah. Nah, dog. And, and even yeah. but even from a coaching standpoint, you know the daylight and dark difference of the Jaguars. They had a coach that needed to be stroked. Yes. <laughs> So yes. if you don't want that as yeah. a player, and that's the coach as well. Like, who got time for that, man? <laughs> yeah, and 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 that coach literally wanted to be stroke because he was hanging out at the shake club. Yeah, he really was that that week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was at he was at his bar with his name on it. That's <laughs> yeah, man. Come I, on, man. I, I do believe now. I want to say this and leading up to us talking about the the uh, the division. Uh, I mean the the conference championships now, though. I believe. And my son Zach asked me this on the way home. He's like, "So what you think about the Bengals in the in the Chiefs game?" I said, "Hey, I hundred percent agree. Patrick, a half of Patrick Mahomes was better than a hundred percent of any other quarterback playing against the Jaguars. I don't believe a sixty percent Patrick Mahomes could necessarily beat the Bengals because not the I, way they not the way they swinging. Nah, man, I'm not as convinced that the the Chiefs' defense has never been lights out. <laughs> no, they haven't. Not as a whole. No, no. They've been decent. They've been enough to keep teams at bay for 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 Patrick Mahomes to put his magic on and, and, and blow people out. Yeah. I don't think a 60% Patrick Mahomes, 60-75% Patrick Mahomes, I don't think a 75% Patrick Mahomes can beat that Bengals team we've seen on the field on Sunday. Yeah. So I would be real interested to see how Mahomes is moving about. And they was like, oh, it's just a high ankle sprain. People literally miss weeks on upon uh, weeks at a time with yeah, high ankle sprain. A high sprain. ankle sprain is the worst ankle sprain you can get. Exactly. It's worse than a break sometimes. You can heal from a break yes. faster than a high ankle sprain. Yes. yes. And watching him Saturday, dog, that was painful to watch yeah. him come back in that game. Yeah, it was. But he was playing the Jaguars, who was already out kicking their coverage. They shouldn't even, you know what I'm saying? They were playing well above mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. So, so for my pick for, for the conference championship, I, 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 think, I think Joe B for to take these boys back to the Super Bowl, man. 
Because mm. I, I don't think I don't think a 75% Mahomes can beat Joe Burrow. It, it's, if yeah. the Bengals show up like they showed up Sunday, dog. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if they yeah, if they show up like they showed up Sunday, they're gonna be hard, they're gonna be hard for anybody. Today. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So who you taking in the AFC, man? Mm. <laughs> it's tough. It's, it's gonna tough. be a good game, I think. I hope so. I really hope it's, it's a good football game. Um I agree with everything you're saying. Like everything. But something, and I I, I can't put logic to it. Something is just saying Patrick gonna burn, pull it off. I, I do, man. I believe that. I believe Patrick is gonna find a way. Because he he he's just that. That talented is he Joe really Burrow, is. uber talented. Yes, but there's just something about Patrick Mahomes. There's just something about him that Genesee quiet. You can't quite put it, put a finger on it because he does everything well. He's a good leader, of course. Arm talent. He's smart. He now now what, what's going to come into play is his ability to escape out the pocket into prolonged plays. Because I think that pressure from the Bengals coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if I'm the DC. I'm I'm cooking up all type of blitzes and zone blitzes and disguising this and sending that guy because we, we I want to see if you can move now if you can move out that pocket pretty comfortably and, and okay we're gonna have to go I'll back, back to, off a, yeah. you know, drop yes. back off son. but but I'm, I want to see if you can do it yeah I would you I almost may yeah. tell my my secondary hey I'm gonna put you in a very uncomfortable position. Because every single yeah. one of y'all going to play man the first quarter. Yeah, we're we playing a lot of man <laughs> A lot of man. A lot of man. I'm sending every other free man at this kid right now. I'm trying to take yes. it back out the game. <laughs> so, yes. get ready. Buckle up your chin strap. I, it's hard to bet against Mahomes and Kelsey. And that's that's it a combination, is, boy. I'm telling you, I, you know. I, I was watching some of the ways Kelsey was getting open. I'm just like, how do you not guard that? Like, I don't understand. How how is he catching four? He caught 14 passes. I don't, mm-hmm. how do you not double Kelsey? Yeah, bro. <laughs> like you anybody else gonna can beat me, this dude right here is not gonna beat me. Yeah. It, it's 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 absolutely it's it's magical, man. It's magical. Uh, I don't understand <laughs> it either, to be honest with you. Like Hey, talking to comparisons. Their best guy, yeah. Hey, talking to comparisons. Who historically would you compare Patrick Mahomes to? Hmm. Hmm. I got a name in mind. Patrick Mahomes. Uh. Uh. His magician-like behavior, just the stuff he does. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say this, and this is going to probably sound a little crazy. Okay. I'm going to say Doug Flutie. Mm. Because now I know Patrick is probably bigger than Doug. Everybody's yeah, 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 yeah. Doug. Everybody's bigger than Doug. But Doug was smart. He had decent arm talent. He did things that people didn't think somebody that size can do and he could escape the pocket. Okay. I'm, let me throw this one out at you. Mm-hmm. Now, this is half mix 
of watching it. I mean, you're watching in-game action, have mix of not reality. And it, I ain't going to say what, what I mean by not reality until I tell you who it is. So so I'm mixing the two to, to come up with uh-huh. this comparison. Mm-hmm. Randall Cunningham. Mm, yeah. And, and my unreality is I'm mixing between what I saw in highlights of Randall Cunningham and what I saw in the video game of playing with Randall Cunningham's ability. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he does. He, he gives to your uh, escape ability. Now, I think Randall was more of a pure runner than Patrick Mahomes is. But, I, I mean, the things that – watching the ball come off of Cunningham's hands, mm-hmm. like it was a flick of a wrist, and it was gone, and it was deep. Yeah. And it was yeah. – he could make every throw. And there were times when you're like, did he really just get that ball off? Mm-hmm. That that's who I see. Now I do believe Patrick Mahomes could in the in the end of this conversation could go down in history as the greatest quarterback ever. Yeah. I really do. I think I, I think that's his ceiling to me, is to be the true GOAT. <laughs> Supplanting Tom mm-hmm. Brady one day. Um but and, and that would supplant so far surpass anything Cunningham ever did. But I think just talent yeah. alone and what I see out of him, I think I think I think Cunningham's uh is 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 what comes to mind with me. Um, for, mm. for who who he reminds me of. So, mm. so you going with you say you it, it'd be hard for you to bet against the Chiefs. I, yeah, the Chiefs. It, it would be yes, yes, it would be. I'm picking the Chiefs. All right. So on the other side of the ball, man, NFC. We got the Eagles versus the 49ers. Mr. Irrelevant as no rookie quarterback has ever taken their team to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. As the star, and I think that's going to continue. Yeah. <laughs> You, do you think it's because all right, so you talked about you felt like the 49ers was that was was a, a lot better than the Cowboys. Do you feel like the Eagles are a lot better than the 49ers? I'm not gonna say a lot better. Okay. Because for one, the 49ers still have the number one defense. Um I think, like we've said before, coaching matters and Whomever, because I really don't know if the head coach is calling the plays or whatever, but whomever is calling that thing over there on the Eagle side, they, they are playing thing. 100% to Jalen's strengths. Yeah. He has the ability to, to run, extend plays, and the one question people had was about his arm talent and his accuracy. I think he debunked all that stuff. The dude can throw the ball. He can put it on the money. And He's a great leader, seems like. Like, these people have bought into him. They listen to what he has to say. Um, they play for him. They want him to succeed. And I, I just think, uh, like, Cam had that magical year, yeah. even though, like, when he when, when they went against the Broncos defensively, like, the, the defense was superior. Yeah, Von Miller um, and like, Wedge Column won that championship. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. And there was but, nothing Cam could do. For, against that. Correct. Well, I see it very similar because I think Jalen just having one of the magical seasons. Yeah. But he got pieces around him. He got a the best Brown. offensive line in the, yeah. in the league. Got A.J. Brown. Got a good running game. The defense is top notch. I, I, I just think they're going to be hard to beat no matter who they play. Yeah. So I'm picking the Eagles. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I think, I think the I think he's just that talented, man. And, and, mm-hmm. and what I thought about when you said that, 
in the face of adversity, I think that whole team looks to Jalen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With all the chips down, no matter what's going on, I think everybody, including the defense, looks to him as the leader. Mm-hmm. And like, all right, what, 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 what the captain doing? Yes. Captain didn't flinch. Yeah. We ain't going to flinch. Let's go get it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what he brings every day. No, no, I 100% agree. Hey, so with that being said, let me ask you this. So supposedly the MVP race is down to a two-man race. It's Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Jalen, you know, was hurt for two, what, the last two games, I think, or two games, week 16 and 17, I think. Um, I think he ended up playing like week 18 for for half or something like that. So, of course, Patrick Mahomes' stats are better. Yeah. But based on the season you've seen, you had a vote. Who would you vote for the MVP? Jalen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, 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 Jalen. I think what we see from Patrick Mahomes, and now unfairly, I think it's kind of that LeBron effect. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, you've seen it so much, it's like, all right, this, I mean, you didn't do nothing. It, but really, he did what nobody else could do. Like, ain't nobody Correct. else on the planet yes. could do what he just did. Correct. But because of that, too, I'm not going to give you style points because I've seen you do it too many times. But, mm-hmm. but I think yeah. for everything you just talked about, though, I think Jalen Hurts, uh, the MVP, most valuable player, um, I think what he what Jalen Hurts has done, and just to remember also that this is only his, this is his second year. Mm, yep, he's doing this as a second year player. It's yes, absolutely phenomenal. Um, yes. Now he got some talent. He got some. He got some. He got some dogs around him though. He got mm-hmm. some dogs, boy. Uh, AJ Brown and 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 Devontae Smith and and Gobert Gobert or Gobert or whatever the however you say the cat's name. <laughs> like, he got them dogs around him. Yeah. So, so you pick in the Chiefs, Eagles, Super Bowl, and and I think I it's going to be a Bengals and Eagles Super Bowl. Mm. In either one of them matches matchups, I'm here for. Them. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think both of those would be great games. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I'm here for it. Hey, man. Before we get out of here, I want to talk uh, two things about NBA. One, mm-hmm. um, have you seen that? So this year, so you know they've been tweaking the All-Star game a lot of times. I kind of like the new one. It took a little bit for me to understand the whole scoring thing, but I like the element it added. I like the fact they let the captains pick the All-Star teams. I think that's pretty cool change after all the years of East-West mm-hmm. thing. Have you seen the newest wrinkle they're throwing in this year? I have not. So this year, the captains will pick their rosters live the night of the game. Hmm. So it's really going to be backyard, I mean, your playground basketball <laughs> that they will pick their, their team uh, the, the, the night of the game. So the people uh, making the R-Star team is still going to be the same as it has been. Yep. They'll vote it on and all that. Yep. So those, other than the captains, those people will be put in a pool. Yep. And then the captain... You know, I guess they're going to do a coin toss to see who picks first. Who picks first? And just go yeah. back. Okay, I like that. I I like that. Yeah. So yeah, they're gonna they're gonna come, and I I think it'd be cool. I don't even think they should be in the back. I think you should line all the players up on the court and have your yeah. captains, and you're like, I want him. <laughs> I want him. Like yeah. true. Let do but do all the way full theatrics like we on the playground. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah, yes. yeah. So that, that was the, that was a little tweet. Uh, and the other piece I wanted to ask you about was, man, what what was your take with? Uh, so last week, I'm sure you've seen the video uh, with Shannon Sharp uh, going after um, the, the the Memphis Grizzlies and uh, as they were taking on LeBron. Uh, man, he got to do better than that, man. Now, I know he came back and apologized. His, his apology did seem sincere, and he said all the right things. But we, we, we got to do better. We, we, we have to do better. And a lot of the things I read, and I'm just reading little comments, you know, sometimes that's all that negativity, you know, uh, floods your mind, and you got to break away from it. But, like, I, I got some of it. Like, especially the other week when Skip just downright to your face disrespect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I know you're on TV. I know you have to be professional. But so he disrespected you when he pretty much called you an average player, even though you're in the Hall of Fame and considered one of the greatest tight ends that ever played yeah. the game because he was defending Brady. Then, um, you know, when, when Skip made the comment about the, um, the, in a, the tweet about the, about yeah, the, the DeMar yeah, Hamlet the tweet, thing. Yeah, the tweet. And and he was like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm just going. I didn't even you know, go to work. His today. monologue. I'm, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, and then he got interrupted and like so you. And I understand you have to be professional, but you still could be professional and let somebody know. All right, now. No, <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I mean. Like you, you, you don't need to need to stop what you're doing. Yeah. And you don't need to do that. No, you know what I mean. You you and you you going as far as I'm gonna let you go. I'm just telling you right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. But now he's in public. He's at a Lakers game. He's sitting courtside. And you getting into it with three and four, five different dudes. Yeah. That's a bad, bad look. Now, you know, I thank goodness security did their job well. Well, cooler heads did prevail. And you, you can see Morant's father and, and, and Shannon talking and exchanging pleasantries. But that's a bad look for somebody who – has called other people out for similar behavior, and you know he, he's very opinionated. See, that's the thing about when when, when you, you become got a lot very to say about opinionated. <laughs> yeah, like you, you have to to, to maneuver in, in a different way. And I think it was a bad look, man. He got to do better than that. Yeah, I I, did, I will say, I you know much of what you said, I really did appreciate though. Um, I, I appreciated his apology. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I think the way he handled it, I think the fact that he highlighted everybody, he didn't make just general statements. I, I thought it was very sincere. So I, I felt I appreciated the manhood, the, the amount of manhood he exhibited in his apology mm-hmm. as much mm-hmm. as I as I disliked his behavior that night. Um, yeah, and, and for me, he he continued to kind of submit himself of of what I think about Shannon and how I think about Shannon in a positive manner. Now, I will say this though, on the flip side, so old mm-hmm. buddy, um, uh, the Memphis Grizzly player that started all, that he started with, he gonna now now when you gonna say I don't think no average pedestrian should be allowed to to act like that, blah blah blah. I will flip it like this though. So if you're going to call the man an average pedestrian, I want you to call it what he he was, was a fan. And mm-hmm. I don't think you have the right to talk to a fan and do what you did. Because you tried they, they tried to make a lot to say he's Shannon, he should know better. 
you're a mm-hmm. professional because he wasn't sitting courtside because because of his he wasn't sitting courtside as a member of the media. He was sitting courtside Correct. as a fan. Correct. That was his seats. That was his ticket. He wasn't broadcasting. He wasn't. You know, I know he's a member of the media, but he wasn't sitting courtside as a member of the media. He was sitting courtside mm-hmm. as a fan. Mm-hmm. And so I think by the same token, had it been anybody else, I don't think you would have got away with cussing them out like that when it didn't appear that he cussed you. He didn't call you mm-hmm. out your name. He didn't threaten you. He said you were too small. He said what fans say, right? You're too small mm-hmm. to guard that man. That didn't call you out your name. That ain't cut. That ain't disrespecting your family. Like is, brick, is that how brick, it all brick. started? Because I don't. I, I yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah, they said. They said. Well, Shannon said, and he didn't refute it. Shannon said, "You too small to be guarding LeBron." He said, "F you." Mm. And Shannon said, "F you back." What you want? <laughs> and then it escalated mm. from there. Gotcha. So to me, I thought it, and I had heard nobody say nothing to him about that. I thought that was equally disrespectful, not because it was Shannon, but because of what I, how I've seen them do others in their communication with fans. Yeah. Because we talk yeah. a lot about, hey, fans shouldn't be able to say anything they want. I agree. That wasn't egregious. Yeah. Yeah. That was heckling. That, that's what I would expect from anybody sitting courtside. So by the same token, if it wasn't Shannon Sharp, if there was any other fan, would you have responded to tell them F them? For any yeah. other fan, you know what I'm saying. So I think that was the piece that I did. I thought got swept under the rug. That I also thought probably should have had a little more airtime and conversation around. Hey, you call this man an average pedestrian? He ain't no average pedestrian. And then you also make sure to highlight that you would expect more from a member of the media. He wasn't a member of the media in that capacity. He was just that. He was mm-hmm. a fan. And so yeah. you, you told a fan f you <laughs> as you walk yeah. out the court. But let me let me ask you this. Here's the other piece. Other than Steven Adams, do you think anybody else really wanted that smoke? <laughs> I think sometimes people believe they do. Dog, you see how me like, and Shannon look, dog? I'm, I'm with you, dog. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I, I think people believe they do. And, you know, it, it, it goes back to the old saying that, that Mike Tyson had. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Everybody has a plan to get punched Punched in the mouth. Dog, I was looking at Shannon. My son, Zach, was like, Dad, I didn't realize Shannon Shaw was that big. I'm like, yeah, dog. Yeah. I was like, now, yeah. I'm like, now, do I believe Shannon Sharp is on that Barry Bonds diet? Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. Well, that dude is big right now. Like, he's bigger than he – like, that, that wasn't even Shannon in his playing days. Shannon is – Shannon, Shannon is that Shannon's that dude, and I don't think you want that smoke. <laughs> Cause yes, he that exactly. dude and he's from the backwoods of Georgia from where he was raised. I don't think you want that smoke, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think you want that smoke, man. Hey, we said mm-hmm. we was gonna talk about it, and I don't want to get off the show without us talking about it. We've watched we both watched Coach Prime. Did that change your perception or thoughts? We've shared our thoughts a lot about kind of how we felt about him, how he made us feel, and all this thing. Did seeing behind the scenes from that year change your thoughts in any way, shape, form, or fashion about Dion and his no, whole not thing? At all. <laughs> did no, it validate it what you thought? It did. That it was all it funny. Did. Everything, nothing, 
nothing is bigger than the camera for Dion. Correct. Now, and, 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 and I can't remember if we had this conversation online or offline, but I do believe he has a good heart. Yeah. I yep. do believe he means well. I do believe he's in the business of helping kids. But there's this philosopher. His name is Kant, K-A-N-T. And his philosophy is that every single act that a human being does is still reverse back to selfishness. Meaning if you help this lady across the road, you help this lady across the road, not because it was the right thing to do, but because it made you feel good about doing the right thing. Or you didn't want it on your conscience to see her get hit. <laughs> not yes. to help her, but you didn't want it on your conscience to see her get hit. Yes. So I still think it reverts back to him, his narcissism. Yes, he is doing a lot of great things. And I think it's in his heart to do those great things, but it's in the his heart to do those great things so he can come back and see, hey, look what I did. Look what I did. <laughs> yes. I did appreciate in that in the in the document, docu that whatever you call this thing. Um, you remember when we saw the video about him telling them he was leaving? And, and mm -hmm. I put this on them because the video I saw was the one his son put out. But yeah. The docuseries showed him actually, you know what I'm saying, telling them, hey, the hardest thing about this decision was leaving you guys. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciated seeing that. Because, again, I'm like you. I believe he really has a good heart. I really do. Yeah. I really believe he does. Um, but, you know, that moment, you know, our, our problem was like, man, it just didn't feel like. He he just kind of like I right, y'all this it just is what it is because that's also what he says that's the piece we saw man it just is yeah. what it is you know you get elevated a uh uh was elevated eliminated elevated uh elevated or something uh and so yeah. that's kind of all we felt but but in the doc he, he does see now and then so you saw the moment too where he got <laughs> and I was at odds with myself about this one what do you think about the moment when he got the phone call about his grandma passing. I thought and think that he he's so used to always having a beyond that he detaches from reality sometimes. Mm. That's his protection mechanism? Yes. Yep. Hey, there's another very... It, go ahead. No, no, you go, go. Go. I said there's another very interesting video, and I don't know when this one came out, but he did some interview. He's talking to somebody, uh, and it's on IG. Um, but he talks some about, he talks about like kind of mental health and I believe he talks about kind of almost alluding to like suicide type, suicidal type thoughts. And he says it kind of like in that frame that we had already mentioned, it was mm -hmm. like, everybody expects you to perform. Mm -hmm. What about the day you don't believe you still can, or you don't want to anymore? Mm-hmm. Does your life feel kind of worth it to even be here? And I think he's terrified of not being ever being able to perform. Yeah. I don't know if he feel like he'll ever. I think he's tied so much of his value to his performance that he doesn't know what to do if he if he if he was never able to perform. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> Very scary. That's scary, man. That's, that, that's super scary.
Hey, not to switch subjects, but this tied into the same thing. So what about the 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 recent developments with, with Ed Reed as well? And let me I want to make sure I'm right. Every you played ball with Ed Reed, right? Or I did similar, in high school. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I, I thought I didn't mix up my facts there. Mm-hmm, yeah. What about what you've seen with Ed Reed and the whole Bethune Cookman thing, man? Oh, so <laughs> it's, it's it's really a lot to unpackage. And I, I, I've seen some other interviews, like he was interviewed by Roland Martin and yeah. some other people interviewed him. Like he seemed a little unhinged in the Roland Martin one. Like, yeah, like this this gonna come off bad, but I think the brother need a little help. You know what I mean? Like mental yeah. help. Yeah, yeah, I think he really needs some help. And two, so personally and privately, I've discussed some of my issues here at Jones. Because yeah. no matter where you go, there's going to be some problems. That's right. That's right. But as long as we've been doing this show, I've never voiced, voiced my concerns and, and my problems, if you want to call them that, on air. Have Public, I? nope. Uh, you know, and I, we I, both I stay away from somebody. it. We both stay away yeah, from it. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I still work for people. I still have a boss. Now, if if, if I want to voice my opinion by any and everything, then I, I become self-employed. That way, you know, I my, my I don't answer no. Yeah, my, my finances are not touched by anybody. But I'm not self-employed. I don't own my own <laughs> business, so I have to watch what I say. Most people do who are employed by other people. Yeah. So. I get Bethune Cooksman's side. I understand that. Um, I get Ed's side. I wish there could have been him because he did apologize. I wish there could have been some cooler heads that prevailed. And if I mean, you, you, for one, you hired this guy, so you think he's the right person for the job. No, has he ever been a head coach before? No, and you, you get that. That's, that's part of giving him the opportunity. But in giving him the opportunity. Sometimes the coach needs a little coaching. Yeah. And you bring him in, you deal with the issues. Hey, you can't do this, you can't do that. But look, we got let you. me help you. Yeah, yeah, let me help and show you how to do certain some of these things. So he, and I, I just think it was an opportunity missed. I think they fired him to save face because he probably was shedding some light on some some things that were were and needed some attention. I saw uh, parts of the interview Roland did with the pri- the president, and I hate that we share the same last name. But <laughs> you know, I, like just be honest and open. Don't try to say we don't, well, we don't have a mold issue. It's really we got a mildew. It's not issue. mold. It's mildew. <laughs> what, what the hell you think mildew is? <laughs> like what do you think mildew is? Yeah. Hey, so have you seen the interview that Roland did with the players? No, I have not. Oh, there's another night there with the players. Okay. Yeah, and that, that was going to give me so, – so me and you both went to PWIs, right? Went to Auburn mm-hmm. University. Yes. Your family, though, lineage, HBCU grads, right? All of them. All of them. So you, you even more than me, can still speak intelligently, and, and I don't think – so I, what I'm getting at, some in the HBCU community tell us – Y'all don't, y'all ain't, y'all can't speak on this because you didn't go to HBCU. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay, whatever. Okay, all right, I'll let you have that if that's what you want to have. I do believe I can speak for Blaine Black 
<laughs> and and I, 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 I can speak for us as a culture if I want to. It's my prerogative. I have been black all my life. Just mm. because I didn't go there doesn't mean I don't care to have the same respect and reverence and all those things. Just because I didn't go there don't mean I don't appreciate and respect the contributions of who we are as a people that we directly owe to those establishments and those institutions. Just because I didn't mm. go there doesn't mean that I don't wouldn't like to still see uh, those institutions come back to prominence and, and mm -hmm. would have loved to have made that decision for myself uh, or, or or that option being available, you know what I'm saying, for other kids to continue mm -hmm. to do that. So I want to see it prosperous. My wife is an HBCU grad. My middle child, I told you, his his top choice is Auburn just because of that allegiance that I have and, 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 and I think because of what I poured into him from sports aspect, every other school on his list is HBCU. And, yeah. and his desire, you know what I'm saying, to play ball or, or even just going to college. And I'm cool. I'm here for it. Um, but I but I still know, because I did go, you know, one a summer program there. And, and I had a lot of friends still. You know, hey, Alabama a was in my backyard. Every time I go home for the weekend, that's where I kicked it at. So I still know and I saw the things that were like, man, there's no way I'd deal with this. There's no way I wait for two months to get my refund check. How are you going to do that? Well, you know, past the drop deadline and you don't even know if you can pay your rent because you don't know if your money going to be processed in time. And seeing people in lines just to, just to register for class and, and seeing the conditions of, and yes, I know the systematic stuff and how all of our institutions have been taken away from to get a PWIs and all that type of stuff. Hey, yes, that's, that, that, there's a systematic problem too. But there's mm -hmm. also a us problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I don't believe just because I didn't attend doesn't mean as a culture, we have a us problem. And to tell somebody, don't keep house business in the house. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily 100% prescribe to that. Yeah. Because when I saw those kids on their dog, the kids talk about, this kid said they, they can't put their stuff on the floor because of all the water on the floor. Wow. And they'll put it in a shed. And one kid said when they came back to get when the when the equipment manager handed them stuff out the shed, it smelled as if it had never even dried out from the practice before. Mm. And that they would and on top of that, they were sharing helmets. So not only yeah. does everything disgusting and smell. Cause it feels like I said, it's it's never literally even dried out. Yeah. But then we sharing that. Like, dog, that's a that's a problem. And some of the students and, and people are posting pictures of their mattresses being mildewed. Okay, not molded, mm. mildewed <laughs> in mm. the dorm rooms. Dog. So we supposed to talk about that? Because it's black. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's my problem. Yeah. Yeah. And and you talk about PWIs. It was like, well, they getting all the money. We don't have rich donors to give to. And I, I talked to MP about that. I'm like, hold on. So, so okay, you don't have rich donors. You may not. We don't have. Yeah, you're right. Our black institution probably ain't got billionaires, right? As, as many billionaires and millionaires even as the PWIs. I give you that. Yeah. But dog, don't you know that like 65% or 70% of the black doctors in America were are products of HBCUs? Mm-hmm. Something like 49 or 48% of all black engineers 
are products of HBCUs. So we have the pedigree. We produce talent and high earners. Are we giving back? And when we do give back, what's done with the funds that are given back? Yeah. It was, and somebody else said, well, they don't, you don't bring light on, on how they mismanage money at white schools. Uh, I ain't going to tell you they don't mismanage money, but they got a whole lot more than not to mismanage. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You talked yeah. about, we talk about Quan and, you know, in the life he was living and, you know, coaching the big jobs. When he go, he order half the menu. He can, he can afford to do that. Yeah. Man, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So if I can't do that, if I don't have that much disposable income, I have to be a more faithful steward over what I do have. And my problem is the faithfulness of stewardship over what we do have. Mm. And and you can't hold on to an Alabama State t-shirt, a uh, sweater, sweatshirt for 32 years. Because mm-hmm. you're never putting back. You're never giving back. Yeah. <laughs> That that's been my problem with this whole how how this whole Ed Reed thing played out. It was my problem with the Dion thing. It's my problem with the Ed Reed thing. Is people want people to shut up about it? It's like, nah, you don't talk about that type of stuff. Why? Why? Yeah, why can why? we not yeah. hold each other accountable, man? Why was that man's office not clean when he got the job? <laughs> yeah. Was that really an egregious thing to say that y'all didn't even clean my office? Yeah. Yeah. Did you? That that been my question. Well, did you? Is he lying? Yeah. <laughs> was was the office clean or not? Clean? Was the office clean or not? Is there a building with trash in it? Uh we had we had the hurricane. Okay, three months ago. Is there a building with trash in it? Why? Mm-hmm. All the alumni where y'all know what these kids been through. Okay, so it's been three to four months. How many trips have you made back down to help them recover? From the hurricane. Yeah. We talk about the community. Yeah. <laughs> How much of the community, once you got your house back fixed, when I, I ain't telling you to give because you probably ain't got it to give, but you ain't got a Saturday to go help repair the campus? Yeah. Well, one thing that he said that stuck out to me, he, he used the phrase, when I'm on campus. Like, you the president, you're not on campus every day? Right. So what's what's going on? So these kids sleeping in mildew, and you ain't even on campus every day. Mm-hmm. What you doing, dog? What you doing? And my issue that my other issue, and I'll let I'll let it go. My issue with the with the black HBCUs is the similar issue that a lot of people have with the black church. Uh huh. Is we are still stuck in our slave mentality that is the only position in place. We've ever been given titles and prestige and we'd rather hold on to the title than care about the support. I mean, than care about the service. Mm. And I've seen people care more about being the president of the university than serving the people of the university. Yeah. Lining your pockets, making sure your name got on a building, then about the condition in the building. Mm. That's my problem. <laughs> That's my problem. Yeah. We got to do better, man. Yeah. Got to do better. 
Now, I agree with them. Now, some of the HBCU grads were like, HBCUs never asked for a savior. I'm with you there. That that probably was my other piece of my problem. That's my that's my flip side about the Dion and Ed Reed thing is, man, hold on now. You ain't you know, don't always come in like you the savior. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. get out of mm-hmm. rest. If you bought these kids, be bought these kids, you ain't gotta do all this other stuff. But yeah. I'm not all the way yeah. there as far as like, man, nah, man, some of this stuff though, for real, y'all, we gotta clean up our own house, man. This is not okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not okay, man. Not okay, brother. So, I right, big dog. Hey, any any parting words for our listeners? Uh, you know, nothing. I've been I've been thinking about it for a little while, but I, I can say I'm gonna take the back seat and let you grow with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off of you, baby. Nothing. Nothing has come to me this evening. Hey man, I, I I'll, I'll pick you off of, of a couple of things that we hit on here at the end. Whether it was the Shannon Sharp, the Ed Reed, or even the schools, I mean, you know, the they our HBCUs. Hey, I'll call us as human beings. Period, man. Um, I, I've lost. I, I, I'm starting to lose hope from time to time on our desire to be better. Mm-hmm. We have become so comfortable with the status quo, and the status quo is very negative, and it's it's detrimental to everybody around us. And we've become mm-hmm. okay with that as a society of people. Man, we got to be better. We got to, mm-hmm. we cannot lose what separates us from the animal kingdom is our ability to think and, and to progress more and more. And I, I think we've lost it. I think mm-hmm. we've lost our way. I think we've become complacent. We've allowed Every the negative the, the things that we worked hard to drown out, to not allow to become the proeminent voice of humanity, we've allowed mm-hmm. to become the only voice of humanity. Our own selfishness, our own selfish desires, and our lack of empathy for one another. Mm-hmm. We got to do better, man. We got to start back seeing people as people and care and concern for people. I think we got to do better. We quoted mm-hmm. this, you know, in January, we celebrated Dr. King's um, uh, birthday, the holiday, uh, unless you're in Alabama where you celebrate Dr. King and Robert E. Lee. Uh, but that's another mm. story. <laughs> but, mm. but we celebrated every people oftentimes quote a lot of Dr. King's speeches. But instead of quoting his speeches, how about we live his love? Because what mm. made him a prolific leader was not what he was able to say. It was what he was able to do and how he was able to lead. And more importantly, Mm -hmm. how he was able to love. Man, I implore you, let's get back to loving people. The Bible says there'll be charity, love, and I can't even think of that. He said, but but the the, the first Corinthians says, but the greatest of these is love. Mm. We got to get back to loving folks, man. We got to get back to loving folks, man. That's what's on my heart. <laughs> yeah, I feel it, baby. I receive it. <laughs> hey, man, fam, we thank y'all for tuning in, man. It's the Made Men Radio Show. We, you know how we do, man. We we here. We here. We ain't all. You can't necessarily set your watch to us, but you do know we're going to show up. <laughs> 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 you can't.
right situation. Right on time. We go. Right we go show up though. We go show up, man. Hey, we thank you for tuning in with us, man. We actually share the show with somebody, man. Pass the word. Somebody need to laugh today, or somebody need to get some real insight from some brothers that ain't afraid to say it like it is, man. Tell them you mm. got a, you got a show for them. Shoot them the link, man. Tell them to tune in to your boy Kingpin and Big Drake on the Made Man Radio Show. You know what we do. We keeps it real. And we always going to do it. We always going to keep it 100, man. We love your family, and it ain't nothing you can do about it, man. We out of here. Peace. Set it on. I keep a cannon. I let it down. I let it blame on the predator. It's got over money, etc. etc. I'ma set it on. I keep a cannon. I let it down. I let it blame on the predator. It's got over money, etc. etc. I got a mission. I'm riding. I'm fishing. I'm light with a flip. If you get in the way, the light I've been given provided the vision. The liars and villains are filling away. I got a feeling they getting replaced. I got a gift and I'm itching to spray. They mining the prison when I'm in the kitchen. I'm writing them whipping or giving away. About that life we living in. Spicing, I keep slipping in. Light being Christ delivered it. My team high keep killing it. Glory to God, we giving it. Mercy and grace, we living it. Fall short, he forgiving it. On court, they were skipping it. I got a dream, people will know. Jesus more than even before. Now that they peep, evil awoke. They see in the earth, we put it so. I got a feeling he finna show up within the next century or so. And when he do show, it'll go up. Get in the whip if you finna roll. Set it off. I keep a cannon, I let it off. I let it blame on the predator. It's got over money, etc. etc. I'ma set it off. I keep a cannon, I let it off. I let it blame on the predator. It's got over money, etc. etc. In it for the most high, oh my, no life, don't try, Christ can't go mine, yeah. I don't wanna blow my whole life on a gold mine. When I go, my soul die, yeah. Do it for the ones in gutter. This about guns and butter. It's a whole lot of haters, but this for the ones that love us. Never gonna shut up, whether or not the numbers ever do run up. I'ma rep mine for the next nine summers, protect mine with a tech nine, don't run up. I know it's hard loving your enemy, but I gotta remember what he said to me. Eventually, you gotta become what you pretend to be. Heat for gay meat and say, keep the same energy. Amen, let it be. Set it off. I keep a cannon, I let it off. I let it blame on the predator. It's got over money, etc. etc. I'ma set it off. I keep a cannon, I let it off. I let it blame on the predator. It's got over money, etc. etc.